Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You look marvelous. You look so marvelous. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I have been attempting to dub Matt Ryan the Matural since the Rich Eisen podcast. <laughs> Rich, you got to move on. You got to move on. I'm not giving up. <laughs> Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Earlier on the show, Liberty University football head coach Hugh Freeze. Cincinnati football head coach Luke Fickle. Still to come, ESPN insider Brian Windhorst. And and now, it's Rich Eisen. All right, our number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air here on a very busy Wednesday. We uh, had two coaches um, on this program from the world of collegiate football because their quarterbacks that performed so expertly for them at their programs are at the top of some quarterback draft charts going into this draft in Las Vegas that starts Three weeks and one day from today, we had Malik Willis's head coach at Liberty, Hugh Freeze, on in our number one. And it was such a great conversation um, about Malik Willis that I didn't even get around to the other questions I wanted to ask Hugh Freeze about uh, coaching from a uh, hospital bed, um, <laughs> as he did two yeah. years ago because of uh, back surgery, <laughs> yeah. and uh, also being um, in the blind side. Uh, portrayed in the blind side and also being in the blind side in a as a uh, in a cameo role because he was michael orr's high school football coach want to call him back no no okay we'll do that another time (laughs) no 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 we don't have time we don't have time that's true luke fickle was on this program we don't have time uh cincinnati bearcat head coach he's got desmond ritter atop the quarterback flow chart in this draft talk to him about that but most importantly because i want to know all about sauce sauce <laughs> uh, ahmad sauce gardner some great stories about getting him uh in the program and uh, just a tremendous story about putting him on the field for the first time as a cincinnati bearcat well before he wanted to or thought that gardner was ready for it and as he said in our number two boy was he off on that <laughs> And um, I believe Sauce Gardner is going to be the fourth overall pick in this draft uh, for the New York Jets, uh, not only because I think pass rushers will be taken before him, uh, but uh, it's already been written down by me uh, in Sharpie on a card. And I cannot wait to just place it in Commissioner Roger Goodell's stack with him. He's not looking. Don't worry. That's not the way it's done. People take things too literally around here. And then, and then yell, suck at Greenie. Suck at Greenie, because Greenie's going to be hosting the draft for ESPN, and he's a fellow Jet fan, and I know he wants the same thing. I just feel it. We've got to have him on. 
soon. Would he rename it? Because he, he renamed his kids Sam and Darnold. He back said in the he day. was threatening to do that. Yeah, would he rename his children Sauce and Gardner? At one point, Gardner. Why don't I just start name? calling one of my kids Sauce and see how it goes? By the way, Cooper would probably love it. <laughs> I don't know about that. You don't? I let's don't know. let's FaceTime him and find out. <laughs> you want to FaceTime everybody? <laughs> would, Taylor, would Taylor take the if nickname? I, if I FaceTime Cooper right now and say, "Hey, Coop, would you like it if I nicknamed you Sauce from now on?" Yeah. You know what he'd say? He'd say, "What?" That's literally what he'd say. Coop what? already has a dope nickname, though. What? Coop Tani. Coop Tani. He doesn't want to be called Coop Tani. Oh, he doesn't. He doesn't like that. <laughs> what? Because because his dad said it. It's just a. He's uh, he oh, rolls no. his eyes it's at only, me. It's only I'm like Coop. If you pitch, well, actually, bless him. He's like, but Cooper. He goes. Otani throws with his right hand. He's a lefty. Yeah. My son's a left-handed pitcher, which is great because great. when he turns 44, I will have already been retired by 30 years. So it'll be great. <laughs> um, and he also plays first base. It's been great. Yeah. Yeah. At any rate, tell him he's got a good nickname, and we. I. But he's he rolls his eyes. It, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm his dad, so everything out of my mouth is a dad joke, which kills me. I don't make dad jokes. I don't have dad humor. I just don't. But you are a dad. I understand that, but yeah. I don't need that to be counted against me by my own children. <laughs> All right. You're like I provide. I think for that I think my comedy is good. I think it's sharp. I think it's gold. I don't think it's dad level humor. Unfortunately. I thought it was cool that when we got him a new bat, I put it to my ear and I said, do you hear that? He goes, what is that? I said, there's hits in there. <laughs> and he like rolled his eyes at me. That's not dad humor. That's not dad jokes. Dad jokes are like puns. That's not a pun. I don't know. You know? I have no idea. I can't judge. You know, I'm, I'm going to do the same dumb You're going to do it's not, <laughs> yeah. it's not dumb. I thought that was next level humor yeah. for an 11 year old. But he's 11. I know. But that's not the type of stuff that he thinks is cool. Mm. But he thinks well, I wasn't going cool. to make a fart joke because that's now that's and next would, level. And he'd laugh. He would. He would have laughed at it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. His fart jokes are funny. I guess you got to know your audience. Well, anyway, right. you uh, 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 Chris Brockman's been wanting me to FaceTime absolutely everybody. Every, well, it's a, it's a good bit. Yeah. It's a celebration. So uh, Brian Windhorst is going to join us in about 15 minutes' time, and I cannot wait to ask him what's next for the Lakers, what he thinks is next for the Lakers. What I also want to know is, uh, is Zion really going to come back for the the Pelicans or not? Man, I hope so. Um, <laughs> is Ben Simmons going to get any time and run for the Nets or not? The Nets had an interesting um, sequence last night. They're now eighth in the standings, in the NBA standings. They're They're out of the... Uh, winner needs to win more portion of the play-in game. They're just potentially one win away from being your seventh seed. And thus, I guess, being the top seed, which the Miami Heat now two and a half clear of the field, that would be good for them. Also, what about Steph Curry? Who does he think is the MVP of this league? There's a lot going on on the docket of the National Basketball Association as we are heading into the final weekend of regular season action. And what's next for LeBron and the Lakers? That's coming up shortly. Tomorrow at this time, at this very moment, Tiger Woods will already be three under par after birdieing one and eagling two. Right? Right? Well, don't you think he's good? He'll be on the three T at this point. No, 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 no. You don't think he'll be on the three no, 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 Rich. He'll be on like 15 or 16 at this point. He tees off at 7.30 Pacific. Oh, that's right. 10.34 local time in, in Georgia. Okay. So at this time, you know, 13, 14, oh, somewhere so in that range. Oh, so already be six under par. Now you're talking. Okay. Got it. By the way. Yes. 
86 under par. Know, <laughs> As we start the third, I don't even know what I'm going to do. I don't even know what I'm going to do. What you're doing right now times four is it's probably a, what you're going to no do. No English will be coming out of my mouth. <laughs> Just blah, like blah, right blah, now. Blah, 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 blah. So <laughs> to be respectful. Yes. And Golf is a gentleman's game. It, it, to be respectful. So I can't play. And, and I understand this is coming out of the mouth of a man who just FaceTimed another individual who's at Augusta National <laughs> working on the grounds right now. Well, if Van Pelt didn't just leave his phone in Butler cabin <laughs> plugged in, you know, and he's somewhere on the par three course and he's looking down, why the hell is Eisen FaceTiming me and Reese Davis and Mike Tirico at the same time? I, I guarantee you, Scott will text you later and be like, like what's up with that? Like, what's up with that? <laughs> Anyway, we FaceTime because those are uh, uh, three other nominees along with Ernie Johnson for best studio host uh, for the Emmy Awards this year. Um, and you wanted me to FaceTime all of fellow nominees. Yeah, Got it. Uh, at any fine rate, idea. to be respectful because the Masters isn't just about Tiger Woods. Chris, you texted me last night. And you, this is your idea. You wanted to be respectful. Yeah, I was just like, look, we've been talking so much about Tiger. The field is so deep. Yes. It's literally wild. Any, any like number of 20 guys could win. Let's do kind of our top five non-Tiger storylines heading into the Masters. Okay, and because we were also nominated for Best Studio Show Daily, um, showing off our production value that caused us to wow our colleagues to such a degree that they said, yes, you are worthy of an yes. Emmy nomination. Jay Felly, play, we don't have music to play underneath? What do we have underneath? We just have, oh, we just have <laughs> chirping birds. We got birds. We got birds. We got birds. Got All right, Chris Brockman, the floor go. is yours. What do you have? All right, here we go. These are, these are my top birds. five <laughs> masters burning questions heading into this year's event. Non-Tiger edition. Non-Tiger. All right, so first up, are the young guns going to tear up Augusta? Now, I'm specifically looking at these guys are all 25, 26. I'm looking at Scotty Scheffler, Colin Morikawa, Will Zalatoris, and Victor Hovland. Now, Scheffler has had quite the rise this year. He's gone from the 16th world-ranked player to number one in only six weeks, winning a couple events, winning the match play recently. So he's on an absolute tear. I, I don't know if he'll stay as hot as he's been, but Colin Morikawa, guys, he was 18th last year, but then the other three majors, he was 8th, 4th, and then he won the Open Championship. He is among the favorites. Will Zalatoris was 2nd last year in his first ever Masters, which is nearly unheard of. And Victor Hovland, while his short game isn't the best, which is obviously needed for Augusta, this guy's going to be a multiple major champion by the time his career is over. And so I'm interested just to see how he looks. And Zalatoris would be the first Masters champion to also have caddied for Happy Gilmore, correct? <laughs> correct. Okay. Correct. All right. Correct. Very good. All right, number Chubbs f- would be crying, you know, may he rest in peace. Spoiler Obviously alert. rest in peace. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, number four for me is, <laughs> is Majors Brooks Kepka going to show up? Now, this guy oh, baby. just seems to only play awesome when it's Majors time. Okay, so Brooks... Uh, he has 11 top five major finishes since 2014. Four of those wins, obviously. In the 2021 majors, he was tied for second at the PGA to fill. He was fourth in the U.S. Open, and he was sixth in the Open Championship. This guy only brings it when the lights are brightest. He was famously in the hunt in 2019 when yeah. Tiger won uh, before he hit it in the water on 12. This guy only comes up big 
uh, in the big tournaments, like I said. And uh, he's healthy, which is most important for him. So I'm very curious to see what happens uh, with Brooks Kepka this weekend. Yes, number three. Where are you going? Number three. Well, any former. Uh, are the birds cutting it for you? I could do right without, now. I could do without the birds. You want to? You want to kill the birds? I don't want to kill the birds. Maybe just take them down a little bit. Take the take the birds down a notch. Take the birds down a notch. Well, I, I mean, wish we had some great masters music. Or we, actually, we, you know what you should we do? We can't you really should, play masters. Just music. shut, TJ. Would you shut the window? Because that is okay. the natural sound of birds chirping here in El Segundo, California. <laughs> okay, All right, number three for me, guys. Will any former champ contend? Now I'm looking at. DJ has set the scoring record in 2020, which was played in November. I'm looking at Jordan Spieth, Adam Scott, Patrick Reed, former champs in the field who have a shot, albeit an outside one. I'm really looking at Jordan Spieth, guys. This guy is really uh, playing better than he has in recent years. He won uh, last year at the Valero. He's playing well last week. And, and just this stat just kind of blew me away. In 2014, he won in 15, 16, 18, and 21. Yes. He beat or tied 98% of competitors at Augusta. This guy plays well at Augusta. He always shows up despite his epic collapse in 2016. And I I, I really expect him to have a a really good week. It all comes down to the putter with Jordan. And so... uh, I'm just curious to see what he looks like. And will any of these former champs contend? I know DJ has a scoring record, but he's been really up and down kind of since then. Uh, will he show up? We'll see. All right, number two for me. Who will finally get their first green jacket? Now I'm looking at John Rahm, the number two ranked player in the world. Xander Schauffele, who's 10th. Justin Thomas, as you heard Mike Tirico say, his pick. And Patrick Cantlay, who had a stellar 2021 season. Justin Thomas... He just doesn't play well at Augusta. He's kind of all over the place. He was fourth in 2020, but for some reason or other in majors, he's just kind of all over the place, aside from his one win at the PGA in 2017. Um, but he's everyone's pick coming into this event. He's one of the betting favorites. He, we know he's got the game. He's tight with Tiger Woods. Uh, that obviously helps the knowledge just he's gained there. But, you know, it's kind of John Rahm's tournament here, guys. He is the betting favorite. He has all the game in the world. We've seen it for him. Callaway guy, obviously, along with Shoffway. So I'm just trying to see, will these guys finally break through and get their first green jacket? Okay, before we get to number one, I got to be honest with you. I miss the birds. All right, bring the birds. Open the window. Can you open the window back up? Open the window back up. Open the window back up. Okay. All right. It's not that bad. I mean, it's not that distracting. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. And for me, guys, my number one non-Tiger story, burning question heading into this weekend. Can Rory finally get over? You love this guy. I, I, he you is love my, this guy. He is my, aside from Tiger, he's, your guy. he's my favorite yes. favorite guy on tour. I, I just also love his the journey for him. He came out of the gate so hot at such a young age. Look at the shot winning, of him with his gray hair Winning now. three Masters championships. And the thing is, as Rory pointed out this week, He's only 32 years old. He still thinks he has a lot of great golf. He should, of course. In front of him. He's won four major championships. uh, And he only needs the Masters to complete the career Grand Slam, which, by the way, is a really exclusive list. He would be, I think he would be the fifth golfer only ever to do it. I just want to see him play well here. From From 2014 to 2018, he had five straight top 10 finishes. He was fifth in 2020. He has the game. He can do it. 
He's had success, but for one reason or another, he doesn't play well on Thursday. If he can have a good Thursday, be in red numbers, he will put it together over the weekend, and he will be there at the end. I, I just really want to see him oh, Who's he paired with? Do we know? He's actually in the last group of the day tomorrow. Huh. Okay. So he's getting a late start. He's in the late afternoon, the last group, and then he's going to be early up on Friday. So hopefully the course will, will play well for him. It'll be good conditions tomorrow. He can put a red number, and then let's see what happens. I, I just think it would be really good for golf if, if Rory is in one of the final groups on Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Woods, Oosthuizen, and Neiman are uh, in a featured group on Masters.com. So that's what you're going to be. You're going to be logging on early on, and then... Oh, I, I will be here so early tomorrow. All right, well done. Um, <laughs> you know, the... Um, the only thing better than that uh, was uh, the production value. Good job, Jay. That's a team. Thank you. Team effort. We ready to shut team the window again? You don't like the birds. I don't, I don't like the Rory's birds. in the final group with Brooks Kepka and Matthew Fitzpatrick. Dude, That's a great group. There you go. That's a great group. There you go. All right. Rooting for Rory. Rooting for Rory. Um, and, of course, there's that Tiger thing. And, well, Nance, Nance also <laughs> said yesterday when he called in that he thinks that Woods will take away any pressure from anybody else, that that's all anybody's going to be talking about is what Tiger's up to. And, I, and, and that, that and takes off any point. mental pressure of, hey, Rory, you know, what about this? What about that? And it's a great point because in recent years at Augusta, Rory will show up. And, you know, it's been that for seven years now. He hasn't won a major in seven years. It's been like, hey, what about that career grand slam? How much are you thinking about it? How much does it factor in, you know, your mental game, your mental preparation? And he's really hasn't gotten a lot. That chatter is really low because Tiger has kind of sucked all the air out of the room, rightly so. So I, I, th- I just think Rory's going to come in. He didn't play well last week at Valero, but I, I don't put any stock into that. All right. I, I'm, I'm just excited for it. Well, good job, Christopher. Nice, Greatly bro. appreciate that. Um, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Before we take a break, let's talk about um, our friends at Callaway right here. The Ca- the Callaway Rogue Irons that uh, you will no doubt see John Rahm and a whole bunch of other Callaway players. Xander Shoffley um, are Callaway folks. And, and you could, by the way, go to our Twitter handle, at Rich Eisen Show. It'll also be up on our YouTube page as well. We, uh, we drafted players only from Team Callaway to see who's going to win this Masters. And then we're going to do it again for all three other majors. And then... Whoever has the best aggregate score is going to get the most chrono-soft golf balls for a putting contest. That's and that's dope. the way that we're going to decide who's the champion here. Who can join Team Callaway here? It's a fun video. And I'll just let you know, all I, get, all I need is just one golf ball. That's all I need. That's it? <laughs> yeah. Because I don't know if you guys are going to have the game to beat me. Oh, boy. Rogue Irons. Certainly, wow. I fire at the pins with my Rogue Irons. I don't know what you do with yours. Because you're fine with pins. That's what you're doing. Most popular iron of the bunch of new Rogue ST irons there's one for every player every level of player the most popular iron is a rogue st max i use it the forgiveness the combination of speed and all-around performance is perfect for you low to single digit handicappers there's a rogue st pro the hollow body construction sleek compact player shape the callaway uh, best game improvement model though is the max os the max os light is the most forgiving launch iron in the new league of rogue callaway callaway rogue irons so it comes with wider soles increased lofts and lightweight package for players and with lower swing speeds no other irons quite perform quite like the new rogue st irons find your rogue st irons at callawaygolf.com slash go rogue when we come back our friend brian windhorse with all the scoop with the lakers and everything else with the mvp race and more 
Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH-NUMBER-DOLL. I just love talking hoop with this man. I just love his um, way of talking, puts it to you straight, knows everything, and doesn't hold anything back. From the worldwide leader in sports on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line, the one and only Brian Windhorst. How you doing, Brian? I'm good, Rich. How are you? Hanging in there. Hanging in there. So uh, let's just jump right into it. The Los Angeles Lakers have been eliminated from playoff contention, not even the play-in tournament. We are, as the crow flies, literally three three blocks away from the Lakers' facility here in El Segundo, California. What do you think is happening in that building today? Boy, there's probably a whole lot of whiteboards, and there's probably a whole lot of spreadsheets. But if I were Rob Palinka and Jeannie Buss, I would have pulled out my 2020 championship ring and just looked at it and admired it. Because that's what you're hanging on to right now. Because I just don't see a short-term way forward for them. Um, even if – and the, the one thing that's always sustained the Lakers, although they've had dry spells, is that there's always been a player who said, I want to be a Laker. Even if that were to happen, you know, last year, who said that. I don't even think they functionally, functionally could get a player like that right now. So I do think they're probably going to have to take their medicine and spin their wheels for a year. I don't see another way to do it. Well, but number six doesn't have a, a, you know years to spare, right? I know, I know that. So to me, the big thing is how was LeBron going to approach this summer? So he has 
an option. I hope the Lakers are going to offer it. I mean, I shouldn't maybe make any assumptions, but on August 4th, the Lakers are allowed to offer him a contract extension. He has one year left. He's obviously still playing great basketball. He's three years in him. I don't know if he's got four more years, but he's got a couple more years, I would think, at least. It would make sense that the Lakers would want to extend his contract. Living in Los Angeles. He loves being a Laker. He has to hate the predicament the team is in. So does he extend his contract, Rich? Does he put a vote of confidence in the team that they'll, you know, get it corrected? Does he chase the Kareem record next year, see if they can put together a team that could maybe get into the back of the playoffs? I mean, right now they've got 31 wins, Rich. I don't know if they're going to give another win. Let's just give them one more win. That means they're going to be a 50-loss team. Mm. Even if they win 12 more games next year, like everybody's like, well, AD has been hurt. When AD, Westbrook, and LeBron played together, they played in 21 games together. They were 11 and 10. You know, if they were 8 and 3, I could see, well, you know, if they're healthy, that's fine. They were 11 and 10. They were average. And, you know, so but let's just say, let's just give them 13 more wins next year. I mean, that's a gift to me, but let's just give it to them. Let's say next year they win 44, 45 games. That's a play-in position right now. If you had 45 wins this season in the West, you're in the play-in. So, I, I, I don't know. You know, in the past, LeBron would leave a situation like this. He left Cleveland when they were in this predicament the first time. He left Miami when they were in a better position, still in a predicament in 2014, then left Cleveland when they were in this predicament in 2018. Normally, this is when the clock would strike and the hourglass would, would go up and he would move, but I don't think he wants to, so we'll see. Brian Windhorst here on the Rich Eisen Show. So I guess let's just put a fine point on it. Like, is there no way out? I mean, what? G- give me, give me, like, I know there's whiteboards and everything like that, but, you know, Genie, yeah. uh, you know, Jeannie's sitting there and Palinka's sitting there. The Rambi are all sitting there. Um, there, you know, LeBron doesn't have ideas to try and forward here. I mean, there's, there's just no. Way out of this thing is what you seem to be saying right here. Yeah, and that's why the Westbrook trade is so penal. It's, it doesn't just hurt because it didn't work. It hurts, Rich, because it, it kind of locked them into this. They don't have maneuverability now. So LeBron's first year in L.A., they missed the playoffs. The signings that they had didn't work. The, the team wasn't a good mix. But they had young players at the time. They had draft picks, you know. They walked away from his first year in L.A. They ended up with the number four pick and um, Brandon Ingram, and they turned that into Anthony Davis. Um, And they had cap space. They don't have any of that now. They don't have young players to trade. They don't have draft picks really to trade at any time. They don't have draft picks to use. Um, And Westbrook's value is is negative. There's no market for him. So I I really think that their move is is to – spin the wheels and, you know, eat the sandwich, so to speak, and um, hope that you can improve what you've got so you can be competitive and then try again in 23-24. I mean, I, I, I hate to say it, but I just don't see another way. So is Vogel definitely out? Is Frank Vogel definitely out? That's the one, I guess, for sure yeah, move I think that's, that's going to be made? Gonna, I think that's going to happen, um, mm. but – I, I don't think that's. I, I don't think Frank put his best foot forward this year. 
But I don't think that there's a coach that's going to be able to change the limitations that Westbrook has at this point in his career playing alongside those two guys. <laughs> so who would take the job? I mean, it's still the Lakers, right? So what do you think? And it's still LeBron playing at, at an MVP level, you know? So what do you think about that? Well, I'll tell you one thing. I wonder how much they're going to pay because the reason that they have Frank Vogel, who won him a championship, again, he'll walk away and hold the ring. But the reason that they have Frank Vogel and not Tyron Lue is because they didn't want to meet the price. So if they're going to go out and try to hire the best coach on the market, whoever that may be, and there's some coaches out there who may be pretty high profile, who, who may be out of their jobs, I mean, are they going to pay? You know, when they went to extend Frank Vogel, they gave him one year. Um, you know, are, are, are they going to hire a coach that they believe it can make a difference when I'm not sure the coach can make a difference in the short term? So that's the first question I had is, you know, are, are they going to are they going to you know make sure that every candidate is interested in them? Because you know, last time around, Monty Williams and Ty Lue said no for a reason. So I mean, uh, I, I guess we got to hear from them if they make a coaching change to hear about that. Brian Winhorst here on the Rich Eisen Show from the Worldwide Leader in Sports. So, who else it might be um, on the hot seat right now across the NBA as we're heading into the final? Regular season weekend. Who else? Yeah, well, I mean, there's certain guys where we're expecting changes. Like, uh, we're expecting Alvin Gentry, who's an interim coach, to to be let go in Sacramento and there to be a change there. But, you know, the juice that you're looking for is where are there coaches who may, may be a surprise change. So, you know, I think there are people who are watching the Utah Jazz very closely. Uh, they've had a disappointing season. If they have a disappointing playoffs. There's a possibility of a change there. Uh, it, it just depends. It'll depend on how the season plays out. And I think Doc Rivers is under a measure of pressure with the 76ers. Um, Daryl Morey, even though they have a good working relationship, Daryl Morey did not hire him. Um, you know, he is under pressure to deliver with uh, James Harden. If they have an early out in the postseason, um, and, you know, frankly, they've been struggling in late-game situations, which has been a, a, a Achilles heel for Doc in his career, I would watch those two situations. Brian Windhorst here on the, the Rich Eisen Show. What about uh, Zion? Are we going to see him? What's the scoop with him now that we know who's essentially in the uh, playing tournament out west? What do you think about well, that one? We know that Zion wants to play, Rich, because a couple of weeks ago he wasn't happy with how fast he was being cleared, and he posts a video. Uh, and the next day he got cleared to do some more work. And then yesterday, for the second time in three years, his stepfather, who essentially is the lead voice in his, um, in his, in his decision-making, gave his second interview in three years. And in the interview, in my view, the purpose was to tell people Zion wants to play. And so that was sort of uh, round two in applying public pressure to the organization to play Zion. But this is a guy who, as far as I know, hasn't even had a full contact practice in almost a year. And, you know, the idea that they are going to be able to take him through the ramp-up stages. You know, if he was just out for a month 
and he'd been playing during the season, you know, there's a little bit more of a path, but you're going to have to take him through numerous stages to make sure he's not going to re-injure that foot. So I'm not going to sit here and say 100% no, because I think the pressure is going to still come, but the play-in tournament is less than a week away. He's not playing in that. And I don't even know if the Pelicans are winning two games to get out of the play-in tournament, much less extending into the postseason. So I don't see it. But but whether he plays or not is not as important as the actions being being taken to apply pressure to the Pelicans. That speaks more to me than anything else. So then what is it saying to you when it's speaking to you? It says to me that Zion and the the team are not on the same page about his recovery, despite the fact that he's had setback after setback after setback that is pretty much wrecked this season for him. So then why does he want to play? What's the point? Well, he wants to play because he thinks he's healthy. Mm -hmm. But he said the last time he talked to the media was in September, and he said, I'll see you on opening night. That was six months ago. So <laughs> what he thinks and uh, what's reality seem to be two different things. Brian Winhorst here on the program. What about Ben Simmons out for the play-in tournament? Nets win two. They get in. Um, and, man, Nets versus whoever finishes up number one, uh, if that is, in fact, the way it would go, would be quite lit, as the kids say. Um, yeah. is, what's, what, is, what is the scoop with Ben Simmons Right now. Yeah, so the, the Nets just had probably their best day in weeks because they woke up yesterday in 10th place, and they won on uh, uh, last night, and everybody else in the play-in tournament lost, and that changed their entire situation. So now they're in eighth, <clears throat> and if they win the next two games, they're going to be in seventh with full control of their destiny. And being in seven changes everything. That gives them a chance to have a much cleaner path. And I'll tell you, the Miami Heat, I could see them um, sending um, trays of, of fruit and offering um, wonderful uh, post-game spreads yes. and postseason vacations um, if they win that game Friday against the Cavs. Because if they win Friday against the Cavs, I think Miami's going to avoid him in the first round. So, having said all that, you asked me about Ben Simmons. Yes. Internally, the team is saying, we can still bring him back. We can get him through a process uh, and and play him, and they believe that they would play him, despite him never putting on a Nets uniform. They are saying, we can bring him back in a playoff series. I think it would probably have to – they'd have to go – at least past the first round for that to be realistic. Because like with Zion, he hadn't played in like 340 days. So he can't just like say, okay, you're cleared to play. Let's head out. Let's do a stretching routine and get out on the court. They're going to have to put him through multiple contact practices so that they see how his back reacts. They can't risk it otherwise. It's not prudent you know, to do that. And the problem is, the G League is done. He can't go there. And the team isn't going to be practicing that much. So uh, I'm not ruling it out, but I think it's probably going to take the Nets to get on a – to pull at least one quote-unquote upset to get deeper in to give him the time to do it. What about Curry's ankle, Steph Curry's ankle, in time for the playoffs? Yeah. What are you hearing about? Yeah, there, so, so to, me, I, to me, the West Conference playoffs is 
Jaws knee and Curry's ankle. Mm. Hmm. And both Memphis and and Golden State are saying the same thing. Don't worry about all these inactives. Don't worry that they're not practicing. Everything's going to be okay for the playoffs. Wink, wink. We're going to be fine. It's not my knee. It's not my ankle. Maybe that's true. Maybe Ja will come springing out of the tunnel for the opening round of the playoffs. Maybe Steph will be running around like everything is fine. Um, you know, by the second round, which is when they're going to really need him. But if I said I wasn't worried, I'd be, I wouldn't be telling you the truth. I think those two factors are huge. And another reason why, if you're the Suns, you're, you know, you're feeling okay about your situation, especially if you can avoid injury yourself. Yeah, I mean, um, they're sitting there atop the, atop the West and just kind of like uh, getting ready for, for the big crucible starting in a couple weeks for them. Um, before I let you go, Brian Winhorst, your thoughts on the MVP conversation going into the final weekend. What do you think? Yeah, I've got uh, Embiid right now on my top line. Um, I recognize, you know, Jokic, I voted for him last year, and if he wins again, it'll be honorable. Um, at ESPN, we did a straw poll that published last week, Tim Bontemps from our staff, where mm-hmm. he actually – Hold the voters. And it's important to know, Rich, there's only 100 voters. It's kind of like the Senate. So, so if you convince 10 people to switch, to switch their vote, that's, it's not like a Heisman. The Heisman, there's something like, you know, there's over 1,000 Heisman voters. Um, it's not like that. So um, it's very hard to just say, oh, yeah, so-and-so is going to win. Um, a year ago, Bontemps did this poll um, two weeks before the end of the season and declared it over. He said, Jokic has got it. No one's catching him. The poll showed that Jokic was in the lead, 62 first-place votes to, I believe, 19 for Embiid as second, and Giannis hmm. was a distant third. Um, and I, that poll, to me, is solid gold. You know who else thinks so? Las Vegas, because the odds um, Jokic went into less than even money after that came out. So, Jokic is showing no signs of slowing down. He keeps putting up great games. Um, I am super impressed with Embiid at both ends of the court and uh, have had him in as my MVP for two, three months now, and I'm I'm leaning towards going that way. Huh. And uh, Jokic is not going to get any uh, – the Cavalry's not coming in the playoffs for the Nuggets, you don't think, from the injury? So it, what do you think? I mean, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, Murray and Porter are doing more than – and Simmons and uh, Zion are so, but hmm. but uh, Michael Porter Jr. had a, a setback in his recovery. The Nuggets haven't exactly explained what it is, but um, I he was closer than Murray, and then he had a setback. So I suppose again, if if they get far in the playoffs, it's more likely. But right now, neither are close. Brian, you're the man. I just, again, love our chats. You make me smarter. You get me excited about, uh, you know, the association. And, um, and I, you know, uh, although Laker fans hearing what you have to say probably are, are uh, crying in their sleep a little bit more. Okay. They know. Yeah. They already know. <laughs> Take care, Brian. Thanks for the call. Thanks, guys. That's Brian Winhorst, senior NBA writer. Brian Winhorst in the Hoop Collective podcast and the old ESPN pod center at Winhorst ESPN on Twitter. I follow him. You should too. They know. <laughs> Laker fans know. Yeah, they know. Winhorst has been covering LeBron since 2000. I mean, yeah, LeBron's in high school, right? Yeah. If the Lakers only way out 
is to take a year's worth of medicine. Why would LeBron spend one of his final remaining years at this level doing that? Doing that. He ain't got many left. But he does like being here. Well, Rich. There's another team across the, uh, the hall? Is that what you're saying? saying but I'm not. <laughs> look, there's another team who may be opening up a new grand stadium not very far yeah, it's away. It's a large from hole where, in the ground right now. It's large, but, I, you know, I just passed by it yesterday on the way to NFL Network. Within two years, it'll be filled, and, you know, that's going to be a spectacle in its own. So, you know, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. So... What are you saying? I don't even know what I'm saying, man. I'm just, you know, LeBron should have came to the Clippers to start with. And I then we please. Have this well, he, as you know. Or Philadelphia. Well, I mean, if he was going to come to L.A. is what I'm oh, saying. Oh, right, because right. Philly was in the running, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they were. But, so, but he won a title. And here's how about this is the conundrum. Because the championship, unless what? Westbrook suddenly magically can work out here. Well, you're not going to run it back, right? You can't well, run no, it back. Well, hey, you can't run it back. Well, no. Westbrook's opting in. He has a $47 course, million dollar so. player option, so he's on the roster for next year. It's just whether you can find someone to take him Nobody's in a trade. Nobody's going to do that. No one's going to do that. Why would they do that? Why? No one would do that. Okay, so you're going to have to run it back with him right. and Anthony Davis and figure out what the, figure out how the rest of the pieces fit with a new coach who's, who's up for it. Okay. New coach, maybe yeah, Doc coach. Rivers? Well, you're hearing that too. That's that sounds that's crazy talk, isn't it? I would think so. I've never. It's crazy. I had never even thought about that until that about was a three report, hours ago. Uh, report that he's on a list with Quinn Snyder, and yeah, yep. I mean, you could put him on a list, but I mean, what if the Sixers go on a run like you think they they can? Right. So, um, crazy things have happened. Sure. But, I guess if you're going to look for a coach, you're going to ask. How about, about this? The, the, when it comes down to it. Barring anything totally unforeseen, the question for LeBron is try and, you know, you'll, you'll have to sit through a year to get to your end game scenario here with the Lakers, which is win one more time. Most likely won't happen next year because you, you're staying put and you could, you could, you just got a little preview as to how it didn't really work out. But there is a possibility. Crazier things have happened. And that it could, be, it could be the exact reverse of this year was way worse than anybody thought. Next year could be way better than anybody thought because you what draft a, a kid who is remarkable or you get somebody. I don't. I don't know. Somebody somehow. You never know. I mean, they could miraculously get the number one pick. Or or and at the same time though, you're going to break Kareem's record wearing the same uniform. For the same franchise. And the Lakers would, you know, you, you're going to lead. The Lakers want him a Laker breaking yeah, the of record course. of a Laker. They want that. Yeah, absolutely. In the worst way. Who just thought this was the, the conundrum? You stay and you have no apparent path to a championship. You stay, you break a record, the all-time great record in Los Angeles with the Lakers. Which is what the exactly that's that's right up the Lakers alley. Yeah. But you can't have both. You can't do the championship and break the, the points record, most likely. So what's more important to him is the question. <sighs> Good question. I don't know if he even knows the answer to it right now. Probably does. Maybe that'll be on the next shop. <laughs> Nominated for an Emmy. Huh. 
Congrats to him. So LeBron's nominated for an Emmy, and Peyton Manning's nominated for an Emmy. And Eli. And Eli's nominated for an Emmy. And Rich Eisen. And Rich. Two. Two times. <laughs> Richie, two times. Two. Get the papers. Get the papers. Let's take a break yeah, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> we're we're a very Emmys, proud family here today. Proud family. <laughs> uh, that's why we're on Peacock. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. You're on the program. Um, all right, so one last thing I was telling you about. You know what I'm doing Sunday night? Yeah, yeah, what is all this about? There is a um, For Your Consideration. Oh, nice. Um, for the Emmy Awards mm-hmm. for Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, are you moderating the panel? I am moderating a panel. Oh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right, Brockman, you ready to go with them on Sunday? I am excited. I got. I don't have anything Sunday night. I am Sunday moderating Sunday. the panel. So we'll be there. Cool. Nice. As of right now, Do we have to wear suits? Pa- here's what the panel is two. right now. Two. <laughs> um, I'm moderating the panel. It's Larry, yeah, Jeff Schaefer. You could figure that. Of course. Jeff Garland. Of course. Susie Essman, J.B. Smoove, Ooh, Cheryl Hines, and Richard Lewis. Wow. And then I have to... Corral all that. <laughs> Good luck with that. How cool is that? That's that is going to be awesome. I know. I, I'm assuming I'm allowed to talk about this sort of thing. I don't Should know. we FaceTime you like what, about seven o'clock? And well, just, Sunday night. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, it'll be that late. I, do you think Larry's going to want to leave the, watching the Masters if it's all coming down to Tiger winning? What do you think? No, 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 no. I mean, it'll we be might o- start it'll late. Be, it'll be over. By Could then. start I late. Mean, yeah, ten o'clock Eastern. That'll be yeah. way past the gloaming. So uh, basically, are you saying that me and Chris aren't invited with you? Or? My plus one is my wife. God, well, that makes, my wife. My wife. My wife. Can you just like text Jeff and be like, hey, I know I got a plus one. Yeah. What about plus three? Plus three? Let me see about that. No, I'm not going to do that. You're full of great ideas today, man. Tell Jeff about the, the, what a the day April today, Fool's yeah, joke I that I played. just text Jeff. I mean. Yeah, just to remind Jeff about the April Fool's joke that I played and how funny it was and how much he enjoyed it. And he might want my company yeah. on this night. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. Just a thought. Good times. Man, that's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah that's going to be awesome. Good times. Uh, who's on tomorrow's program? 
Great question, Rich. Rex. I'm, uh, I'm glad you asked. That's right. Rex is in studio, right? Rex Chapman in studio. Oh, yes. Here we go. I got, it. I, got it. I got, got it. I got it. Okay. I got it. I got it, too. You got it. Um, it's opening day in baseball tomorrow, although a couple day games have already been Our rained out. Yankees, Red Sox have already been rained out. <laughs> yeah. That's great. <laughs> baseball what? is like, lockout's over. And the weather gods are like, hold here my beer. the rain again. <laughs> hold my beer. <laughs> Crying my beer that you need to hold, say the weather gods. Um so, regardless, to talk, there's really one guy I'd really want to talk baseball with. And we did it last year, too. We did it last year. John Boy will yeah. join us. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, good times. Great. He's first up. Then David Shaw will join us nice. on the program. Mike Vrabel. Hey. hey coach. Yes. And Two then the rest coaches. of the show, rest of the way, Rex Chapman in studio. Right. It'll be great. Rex has had to. So, is tomorrow's, is tomorrow's guest list a block or charge? <laughs> it's a charge. Uh, it's a charge. It's a charge. Because Vrabel's charge. coming through. Set, our feet are set. Vrabel's coming You're, through. You. The, We're locked the, in. The viewership and listenership's coming at us. We're protecting ourselves. We're outside the cylinder. At all costs. I mean, we're outside the semicircle. Right? Our feet are set. Yeah. I'm just glad we have enough guests where I where my participation is going to be limited because I'm just watching yeah. every shot of Tiger tomorrow starting at 730. Friday show. <laughs> Friday show. Uh, John Harbaugh of the Ravens. Heard nice. of him. Cam Jurgens of Nebraska football. Beef. His nickname is Beef. He beef Jurgens for Beef Jurgens, and apparently, <laughs> apparently, he has his own line of beef jerky. Of course, he does. Man, well, he's going to have to send us some of that. Yeah, we'll get some free uh, Beef Jurgens. <laughs> beef Jurgens. <laughs> By the way, that's what it's called. <laughs> this guy looks like he had, would have his own line of line of beef. Oh, jerky. by the way, oh yes, in studio is. Um, uh, the finest of the Madrigal Corporation himself. <laughs> <laughs> also, Moff Gideon of uh, Mandalorian fame. Also, but, better, but here to ca- talk about Better Call thing. Saul is Giancarlo Esposito himself. That's how we're rolling. And I just, again, want to thank all of you at home, wherever you're listening, however you're listening, however you're watching, and to everybody as part of the Rich Eisen Show. We are blessed to have been Emmy-nominated today. Woo! And we love Two you times. all. We will see you tomorrow.